0: That's it. We had a great time, man. We had a great time. We did have a good time. Well, I tell you, this message right here is, is a message to encourage us and strengthen us, uh, love us right where we're at. But uh, God loves us so much, He refuses to leave us there. So He wants to pull us on up to where He's at, right? And you know what? Where it starts is just stepping in that relationship with Christ. Because when we do, we're his children and sealed with his spirit. All right? So uh, the title of today's message is called Above All Else. And as I was spending time with the Lord this week, he he drew me to Proverbs chapter 4. So I'll give you all a little homework this week, right? To read that in its entirety because it's all about wisdom and God wants to impart his wisdom to us in our business, in our family, at work, at school, whatever it is, so that we can represent him well, right? So with that being said, I want to take a look at the the main text that we're going to deal with. I got about three that I got pulled out. But really what set this uh, in my heart was this right here, Proverbs 4.23, and it says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. You know, we need to watch what we let in the eye gate, the ear gate, and the heart. Because what comes in usually ends up coming out. And if we're not pouring in what God has for us, guess what? There's probably not much to come out. But today, I believe we got a lot to pour in. Amen? And I pray everybody just receives that. So I I thought so many times, it's, it's crazy, you know. We need to really, when I said that, I said, well, make sure you follow up with this. You need to watch what you're watching. You need to watch what you're listening to and all these things. Pastor Buddy is not saying, put your head in the sand, okay? I'm saying, watch what we're doing, right? So what we want to do, we want to be tuned into the things of God. We want to be listening to the things of God so that we get what? God's perspective on things. Because the the ways of the world are are really ramping up, aren't they? You know, you listen to what's on the radio. If you watch TV with your kid, you're going, that wasn't on when I was a kid. You know, and you say, man, you know. I'm not sure I want to I influence my life with that or my children's life with that. I want to be influenced with the word of God, the truth of God. That's the blueprint for the Christian. Amen. That's it right there. Now, that don't mean just grab your Bible and don't listen to any, anything else and that's it. You know, I'm telling you, start with that. And then when you use that as a filter, all the other stuff will drop off, right? Go to God first. Amen. So I was sitting there thinking a little bit today. I want to give you a little background on this. Proverbs 4 is the homework. Everybody said amen, right? all right, got a little homework, got to engage him a little bit. And and really what I'm saying is keep your gaze on God. Keep your eyes on the Lord and his work and his word. Amen. I was thinking about this. Now, Solomon, King Solomon, who was King David's son, was known to be the wisest man in the world outside of Jesus. Amen. He's the one through the power of the Holy Spirit wrote this. Okay. And I, I tell you, it was just amazing. I thought, one of the things I remember reading in 1 uh, Kings, I'm going to tell you the story just to just show you how smooth and wise Solomon was. 1 Kings, let's see where I was at. I'll you one look. Kings chapter three. And I read it this week. And uh, he would see over a lot of different things and they'd bring in a lot of discussions and stuff. And there was two harlots, two prostitutes. Both of them had a child, brand new baby. One had one one day and then about three days later, the other one had one. And one night they were the only ones in the house, Right. No one's in the house. And the second lady, okay, evidently had laid on her child and he had died. And she had took that child and switched it with the other one's baby and brought it back. <coughs> you think there's not action in the Bible, some crazy stuff going on? Let me tell you, man, read that thing. It's amazing. So when the first lady woke up, she says, oh my gosh, my baby's dead. And she started looking around and said, that's not my baby. And she went and she said, you switched the baby. She said, oh no, I didn't. That's your baby. So they went to, to hear what the king had to say. King Solomon in all his wisdom. And they went through the story. Said we were the only one in the house. And everything else. And, and she did this. No that's my child. You can imagine how it was going on. And think about this. He says. I'm going to have to watch this I think. Um, he said. Bring me a sword. I got their attention didn't it? Bring me a sword. And he said. Bring the child. And set the child right here. Thanks. Bring the child and set it right here. So what we'll do is. We'll just divide the child. You say, man, that's pretty rough in the Bible. Hear me out. It ends good. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. And he gets ready and says, you know, we're going to divide the child. And the first mother said, no, let him live. Isn't that something? No, let him live. He's yours. He said, we won't harm that baby. Give that to that mother. See, that's the heart of a mom, that's the heart of the father said, no, no, no. When it came down to that, he just wanted to see what they were really made of. He said, you know what? We'll just split them. And you know what the other one said? That it wasn't hers? Split it. Isn't that amazing? Well, he knew right then. That's not a heart of a mother. Today, I pray through the scripture that we see the heart of our father for us today, Amen. I just want to throw that in because I want you guys to know these stories in the Bible because it's exciting. And I'm going, what? Man, look at that. And the word of God just keeps continuing just... Mm, Cultivating our hearts, right? So we look at that and we start going around and we say, well, what else can we learn from that? You know, it's Christmas time. How in the world would you come up with this message at Christmas time? Because I believe God's word is a gift to us, amen? God's word is a gift to us. And I want you to know, as much as this is talking about a father to a child, and here if you go back and read it this week, I want you to know that it's applicable to us because we're a child of God, amen? So if you're a child of God, Listen, if you're not a child of God, you will be when you leave here because we're going to give you an opportunity to grab hold of the grace of God. Amen. So let's take a look at this. God wants you to choose well and live well. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. Let's see what we got here. Now, I want to read through this and then we'll break it out a little bit. Let's see if these babies are ready to roll yet. Just boosted my IQ about 10 points. Didn't I Look at that. All right. Here we go. Read this here. It says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to, the, to their b- whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So to set the stage where we're going with this, let's just go back. If we didn't do nothing but look at what I pulled out in the, in the yellow, that, that would be enough to just start it all out, wouldn't it? Let's take a look at this. He says, pay attention, listen carefully, don't leave sight of the word, let it penetrate deep into your heart. It brings life, and I start looking at this. It says, "It brings life to those who find him." If I gotta find him, that, means I might have to do a little digging sometimes, right? Might have to open my Bible a little bit. Might have to spend a little time in prayer, right? So we need to find that, right? But well, let me tell you, God is here looking for you. He's the one that's gonna draw you to Himself. All we gotta do is receive it, Amen. And it comes down here. Look at this blessing here: in healing to their whole body, we bring life to those who find him in healing. To the whole body. See a lot of times I believe that we don't see some of these promises. We just gloss over them. But God said he's still in the healing business. Amen. He's still in the healing business. And then we go back to where we started. Guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. Like I said earlier. It's the very blueprint of what we have today. To start out our relationship with the Lord. Amen. There's so much favor. So much wisdom. And so much guidance that God wants to give us as a gift through his word. But we don't always walk in that do we? Well, if you're here today and say, well, I've missed a mark, guess what? You're in the right spot. We all have missed a mark. So let's go ahead and just start fresh today, man. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I love, I love do-overs. A friend of mine used to say, we used to play hide and go seek. They'd get caught, and said, let's do it over. Do-over. Do-over. You know, sometimes in life, we need that do-over, right? So after I was bowling, I said, can I do that over? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, the machine messed up. I got three balls. It still had pins left up there, man. That's crazy, yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes God just has to give us another... Turn it back, doesn't he? He doesn't have to, he desires to. You see, because he loves you that much. So if you're here today, said, Man, I feel like I'm fouling out. I feel like I'm striking out. That's okay. Just get back up to the plate. And God will take care of it, amen? So we need to walk and listen to what I'm saying here. It has to become a reality of who we are in Christ, the realization of that gift, right? We have to understand our identity. Our identity. So many times we, we identify with the world. We're with somebody else and we're looking at the neighbors and we're looking at what this one's got. And we're looking how we're supposed to score on this and, and what we're supposed to wear and all this stuff. And God says, hey, I created you just the way you are. I love you right the way you are. See, a lot of times, a lot of times religion will tell you what you've got to do to get in. Relationship says I love you right where you are. We preach relationship, right? That's it. We preach Jesus. That's relationship. That's what I'm talking about. So, But that has to become a reality. You have to receive what he's got. The, the, the problem, we got to find that we got to say, hey, Lord, forgive me of my sin coming to my life. I'm going to walk this thing out with you today in your power. See, it's not we're not in this, you know, he just God doesn't come in there and say, okay, I forgive you. I'll check back in six months. He doesn't do that. He said, I'll walk with you. I'll help you. Day at a time, man, step at a time. Sometimes it's a minute at a time when we're going through some of these things. So this is what I want you guys to hear. we got to identify with our life in Christ. So how many saints we got in here? All right, All right. See, now this, this is what I'm going to help you with this. If you put your faith and trust, listen, good. If you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, right, you are a saint. Yeah. Come on now. That's something to have Y'all look quiet. Yes, man. When I found out, I said, that's me, man. I love that. <laughs> I qualify in Christ. Not in this, in Christ. So check it out. I got your word anchor for this. So spiritually speaking, saints are the body of Christ, right? <laughs> All Christians are considered saints by virtue of their connection with Christ. You know what they say in the neighborhood one did you? Who's your daddy? Jesus, right? God, right? Who's your daddy? God, our heavenly Father, right? I love that. So look at this. Write this down. Write this down. First Corinthians 1 2. Are you ready? It says, To the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus. That means set apart. Call the It's called to be saints together with all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you called upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? You're in. That's awesome, isn't it? You're a saint. So if anybody says, hey, are you a saint? Say, by the blood of the lamb, because of what Jesus did. Yeah. Again, sometimes we have a hard, we've got a sticking point. But buddy, you don't know what happened on the way here. You don't know what I did last week, last, I don't need to. God does. And let me tell you, What's happening in your life through Christ Jesus is bigger than anything that's ever happened in your life yesterday, today, or tomorrow. I'm going to drop a pen in here or something. Come on, you guys get excited, man. I was was preaching to the couch last night. I was like, yes, let's get rolling, man. Well, I'll tell you what, because a lot of times we go, am I supposed to say anything there? Man, feel free. Praise the Lord, all right? So look, you guys are sinners, right? And we put our faith and trust in that. I want you to understand, we don't graduate into sainthood, Right, We don't work our way into sainthood We receive it by grace Amen. Lord forgive me of my sin I'm putting my faith and trust in you I believe that you are the one to pay my sin debt in full Forgive me Done deal See now we got position As a child of God Amen I love that So we don't work our way to sainthood The minute that we call on the name of Jesus We're grafted in His righteousness Has been given to us For our sin stained lives Isn't that a good deal You know How many people like flea markets right they're going around, looking, let me get the deal, right? Garage sale, get the deal. Peebles, right? Look at that coupon, man. My wife can, man, she could field dress a newspaper on Sunday. Where's the Peebles thing, man? Again, she's stripping that thing out, man. And, and then she say, hey, if you go by your mom see if she got any uh, coupons over there. over there. Yeah, I love that about it. Because the niece, when she goes shopping, it's going to be a deal, right? Even if we don't need it, we're gonna get, it's going to be a deal, amen. Oh, it's going to be a long round. <laughs> Oh, man. But you know what? This is the thing. A lot of times we think that we just don't measure up. And you know, the truth is, in our own uh, works, we don't. The Bible says it's like filthy rags. Today, I want to tell you about the love of God, the grace of God, the wisdom of God who came to us in Jesus for us. And we just need to receive that. So, you know, if we believe that, man, I don't measure up because and you, and you put your faith and trust in it. You know, it's, it's kind of amazing because then we're saying, We're really saying this, well, Lord, I don't think your sacrifice was good enough for my sin. We're saying that. But the flip side is when we say, say, Lord, we know who you are and we know the position that you have. And we know that the position that we have now is with you. That's a good word right there. That's a good word. So we're going to keep on rolling with that. I want you guys to look at this. This message is to help strengthen us and equip us to walk in the fullness of God. But guess what? Just like I said, look at your sheets. We need to get the realization of that. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to watch how God's word breaks the shackles and the bondage of sin. Amen. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. Come on. There it is. You know I got a story. This is cool. This is something I read a little while back. I'm going to check y'all. Amen. Only two original folks there. You know when I go for the word, I need an amen. amen. But let me tell you this story, okay? I read this story some time ago, and it's about a family. Coming over from Europe to America. And the mom and dad had saved a lot of money. And uh, just enough to buy the tickets on the boat. Just enough to get the ship's ticket. And they said, we're going, we're going to America. And uh, they only had so much money. And they they, they sandbagged a little bit back. And they got out there. And uh, they go ahead and they get on board. to give them the ticket. And all they brought with them to eat was some cheese and crackers. And night after night, they'd be locked in their little room. Eating that cheese and crackers, so they can hear everybody up on the top deck, Woo-hoo, dancing and and singing and praising. Man, ham hawks flying, everything going on. I mean, you know, and they're going, "Wow, wish we'd have, were able to go in there and, and you know fill up on some of that." See, people were sitting at the captain's table, and night after night, and finally the last night when they got ready to to come on into port, the dad said, "Maybe I got enough money scraped up that maybe we can go up to the captain's table." And dine and eat of that. So he meets the captain. And he says, "Captain, how much how much does it cost for us to to eat up there with you?" And he looks at him and he goes, "It's all paid for in the ticket." You hear what I'm saying? Many Christians live like this down here because we don't know what God's done for us. You see what I'm saying? We we, we feed on cheese and crackers, so to speak, and and what what we have. I'm not talking about possessions necessarily. I'm talking about the way we walk things out, the way we pray for healing, the way we hold on to the promises of God, the way we see ourselves. I'm just somebody, all I can do is just eat cheese and crackers. But God says, hey, come on in. I bought it all. Eat at the king's table. Amen. So I want you to see that today, that we have been wired in, if you want to say that. Grafted in, accepted right where you are because of what Jesus has done. See, that's why I get so excited about that because I did nothing to receive the grace of God other than trust him. He just said, will you believe me? I go, yeah. I didn't know anything else. I mean, I didn't. Look, 30 years, never go to church one time. One time when I was about this big, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't understand it. But man, when somebody shared the the clarity of the message of the gospel and says, God loves you right where you're at. He does. You know, God paid for all your sin. If you were the only one in the world, God would have done it for you. I'm going, wow, that's love. Guess what? Then bricks start coming off my back just like that. I'm saying, man, this is awesome. And so, you know, I turn around and go, man, this is the thing. If you don't know, though, it's hard to grow. Amen. If you don't know, it's hard to grow. Now, I tell you what. I hope you all don't mind. I did a little extra research on us this week. Is that okay? Everybody getting scared? Anybody ever looked at their family tree? I can remember most of you guys, right? So what I thought I'd do is I took a little time this week, and I thought, well, okay, well, who do I think is going to be here? I'll look up the family tree. So uh, I see Grace and I looked in your family tree this week. They look something. Yeah. And you take a look at that, and you know what? This goes for both of y'all. And uh, I had to get take care of my nephew because I know something about that. Oh yeah, and you know what? They leave you out of Alright, uh, Eric, you told me you guys were coming, so I did a little research on you. Alright? Alright, y'all share. Y'all in the same family. Alright? I mean, wait a minute. Chuck. Gotcha, Chuck Yes. Everybody doing alright. Jeff saying, oh man, I mean, <laughs> No man. Uh you were right. You were next. Tim, come on now. You know I had yours in there. I'm gonna Look for Ralph. You see how hard I've been working on this message this week? Working on it. Yeah, look at it, Zasma witch. That took me a week to spell that. <laughs> love them guys. I love y'all. I tell you what, Miss Robin. Oh yeah, I just in case, just in case, I brought one for her, you. And my main man here. What's up, Robin? Good to see you. I didn't have one for you. No. <laughs> but you can use mine. <laughs> Yeah, do we have a good time up in here? Somebody please say yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, my baby girl trying to trip me up, it? I was gonna give you. Oh, 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 thank you. <clears throat> Look who's here. You know how hard it is to play guitar when you are over there smiling like that? That's all I can see. I love it. How you doing, baby doll? Alright, and let's see. Did I did I skip anybody? Jeff, you got yours first, too. You? Yeah. you didn't get yours? I'm uh-huh. <laughs> sure you got. You sure I got I got the the best. Did everybody get the family tree? All right, we're good. Everybody's good. Where's mine? Here we go. You know, it's good to have fun a little bit, isn't it? (coughs) Take a look at that now. If we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, guess what it says up there? It says, We're accepted. Amen. Amen. We're accepted. Somebody say, I'm accepted. Uh, All right, Let's let's just look at the highlights of your family tree, all right? Let's take a look. John 1 12 says, I'm God's child. And the Bible says it this way. Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Amen. Amen. Right? Romans 5 1. We've been justified just as if we have no sin. We put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 1 uh, 13 and 14. We've been redeemed and forgiven of all sins. Somebody say, all. All. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son of of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. And it goes on and on and on. Look at this. We're, We're complete in Christ, right? We have direct access to the throne because of what Christ did. We come on down here. I want you to hear this. That you're secure today. You're secure because what he did, right? Romans 8.1, he said we're free from condemnation. Romans 8.28 talks about how he's working all things together for the good. And we go on down. Second Corinthians, I have been established and anointed and sealed by God. And then we come on down. I'm going to read them all. They're just that good. And by the way, this is just what I got a little bit digging. So go back and dig in your family tree called the Bible. Amen, this week. And it goes on here. He says, I'm hidden with Christ. Look at this. Colossians three. One through four says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Man, how do you like that on your birth certificate? huh? It's on your spiritual DNA, amen? That's good stuff. Alright, in Ephesians it says that you can approach God with freedom and confidence in Him and through faith in Him. We may approach God with freedom and confidence. Now let's bring it on home with this. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who
1: strengthens me. Give the
0: Lord a hand clap for working in your family tree. So with that being said, guess what? Now you start to see that we have authority as a believer, right? Because we're in the family, Right? And if, if our Heavenly Father's got it, guess what? We've got it, amen? Look at this. We have positions, we just said, of sons and daughters. So you might be here today and you say, man, I just, I just don't measure up, I don't measure up. Trust God and his sacrifice. You measure up. Not only do you measure up, you have victory over and above, amen? So take a look, what do we have? We have favor. We have peace, power in the promises of God. Check out your spiritual family tree. See, that's what I love when we take time to look at the promises of God. It starts changing everything from his perspective. If you come in here feeling a little down today and you know about this, guess what? Y'all will be shouting up in here because I am going to tell you, that's the truth of God's word. We need to take that. We need to take ownership of the blessing of, that God's given us and received. And receive what God did for us on the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen. Everybody doing good? Say amen. Y'all writing notes? Everybody happy? Everybody everybody in the family now, right? Good deal. Good deal. All right. I got so many notes up here. I don't know what to do. Yeah. But this is what happens. This is what happens. Everybody listen up. Look right here. This is what happens when many times when we leave here. And sometimes it might make it to the third step. Sometimes it might make it to Monday morning. Sometimes we might get to Tuesday. That's why we have Bible study on Tuesday. Y'all come back on Tuesday and fill up again, okay? All right, but take a look at this. So many times we live in the shadows of our past failures. We don't forgive ourselves. Take a look at this. Don't debate with the devil. Don't debate with the devil. He wants to just, we need to renew our mind with the word of God. It's the final authority. He's always, the devil is always trying to pry your hands off. What God's done for you. Amen. He's always trying to take it from you, right? But you know what? We're secure in Christ. The reason I wanted to print these things out, I want you guys to hold on to these. Put them in your Bible. Put them beside the refrigerator, wherever it is. And look at that. And those are just a few, guys. I just wanted to pull them out and encourage you. And so he's always trying to, to, to make us doubt our identity in Christ. Amen. So if you remember this, I'm going to give you some word on this. Even in the very beginning with Adam and Eve, what does he do? Deception. Did God really say don't eat of that tree? Really? Did he say, you know, what did, you know look at the word back in um, uh, Genesis chapter 3. He said, did he really say, well, so what did he say? Oh, man, you know, remember when we did the skit? You can just touch it. You know, just a sin, you can just touch it. It won't hurt you. Next thing you know, how did I get here from there? My famous saying in, in, in my life is sin doesn't necessarily come in a 55-gallon drum. It comes in a drop at a time, and then it's up to here. And you go, wow, how did I get there? Well, you know what? How you got there is not as important as how you get out. And how you get out is through calling on the name of Jesus. Amen? So take a look at that. Now, that was one example, Genesis chapter 3, that the devil was trying to pry things away from you, trying to distort some things. Well, he didn't change the story in, in, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Matthew chapter 4, when he's tempting Jesus, right? Well, if you are the son of God, what did he do? Jesus spoke the word of God back. He spoke the word of God. He said, hey, man. This is the deal. When we speak the word of God, it changes things. It changes things. And it changes them for the good. Amen. So we can grow in wisdom. We can grow in understanding. And like I said, back in Proverbs 4, you're going to see a lot more of that. Let's see what else we got. Living under yesterday's condemnation doesn't help us. I can stop right there and that preach itself. If anything, it keeps the focus on ourselves instead of on the Lord. You ever notice that? If we, I mean, if I, I, you know, oh my gosh, maybe it's just all those years of karate training. I learned to take this out of my, my vocabulary. Don't say can't karate, because you will. <laughs> you will, I'm going to tell you right there. You will jump higher, run faster, or they will pick you up and drag you or whatever. But see, so many times we say, I just can't. Can't. I can't believe we won't trust the word of God. But you know what? Sometimes things in our life, Has has the the blinders have come on. But I'm going to tell you, the love of God will take those blinders off. The love of God and the grace of God said, hey, man, I love you right there. And when you start reading and seeing that and taking hold of that, it's all the difference. Because what happens is we shift our focus to Christ, not the crisis. Right. We're not looking. oh, what I can't do, man, what I can't do. I used to could this. I used to could that man plowing backwards, man. Guess what? If you're plowing backwards, you're going to be over in the beans, man. You're going to be over in the squash. Tomatoes are not going to look good. you got to keep looking, focusing down that line. Well, guess what? Same thing with our spiritual walk. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Amen? Over and over, we just go, my goodness. What's going on here? But I want you to look at this. When we receive forgiveness, it honors God. Have you ever thought about that? It honors God. But on the flip side, I believe it dishonors God. If I bring you a gift and say, hey, John, here you go. You know, this is going to help you out. Boom. He's got to take it. If he doesn't take it, guess what? I could be offended, right? Man, I got got it for you. I sacrificed so you could have this, right? God sacrificed his son so that we could have the gift. Don't run away from it. Open up above all else. Receive Jesus. Amen. All right. Let's take a look at this. Review your family tree notes and receive his forgiveness. All right, review them. That's why I said, man, can we print those out, Miss Tanya? She does a good job. I I tell you, I said before, she gets all this stuff going, and I appreciate that. And the reason I say that, because I want you to know, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle. There's a lot of pieces of the body. And I appreciate each and every one of you guys. That's for sure. So look at this. Speak your spiritual DNA over your life daily. It wouldn't hurt nothing you wake up in the morning, just read this and say, my goodness, look at this. I'm a child of God. I've been justified of what Christ has done. I've been redeemed and forgiven of all my sins. Let me tell you, you, start your day with that. And speaking the word, guess what? It's going to start putting the framework in perspective of God. God's perspective in your life. And guess what? It seems to me it's a little bit easier to walk that way, isn't it? But if I turn around and go, man, I got to do this. This bills due. This is going on. Okay. All those things are true. But you know what? You're right. My brother said, it's just misery. It's misery. And you know what happens to that? Misery loves company. You find somebody else they go, oh, yeah, mine too. When you're walking around like this, the next thing you know, every time you get to lunch, it's like, oh my goodness. But you know what? When you come in and you bring your spiritual DNA, he'll have to jump on somebody else and say, man, let me tell you, brother. Let me tell you, I've been forgiven all my sin. Yeah, but I know you back when. Yeah, so did the Lord. And he said, he paid for all my sin. Guess what? Everyone say, what's his name? Where, how did I get hooked up with that, right? Where did I sign? You know what? It's called on the name of Jesus. Amen. So look at this. I want y'all to hear this. Learn from the past, don't live in it. Oh come on! Somebody will say amen there, amen. huh? Because so many times, man. What I want you guys to see, I wrote this this week. You know, when I'm praying over this stuff, and I try to write a little uh, uh, note or something on Facebook to encourage people each day. And this is what the Lord gave me when He was showing me this message. Y'all ready for this? I wrote, above all else, live today with the assurance of Christ's love for you. Regardless of your past, the Lord can provide a wonderful future when we call upon His name. May our focus be on our identity only in our redemption through Christ Jesus, the one who gave it all for you and me. He gave it all for you and me. And see, it's good for us to go back and go over this because I don't know about you, I need to go over this every day because the volume of the world gets cranked up, right? And sometimes you're dealing with different things and different folks in different situations, but God's word will get us through, amen? All right, let's keep rolling. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Now, this is something here we just got to digest. Take a look at this. I was re- I read a lot of different articles. It's amazing, man. I know it's God because I never even read a whole library book, I don't think, when I was going to school. But, man, when God touched my heart, it changed everything, man. And he's still working. Right? I, I just had that desire to know more about him and, and understand him and, and be in that relationship, not just know him, but know him in my heart, right? And I was reading an article, and I said, boy, I believe that's true. And I read this, song, a well-known pastor, I won't to get in there, and they interviewed this guy and he says, over 90% of the counseling that they do at his church is simply helping people to stop questioning what God said and receive it. Isn't that amazing? And he says, and then he talks about, we need to grasp the reality that our sins are forgiven, that our new identity are saints. Now I'm going to ask you, how many saints we got in here? Hey, Now see you already feel better right And I didn't tell you nothing once so I just told you the truth I directed you what God said And God says shines a light on you You're mine you're mine amen Now take a look at this As I was digging around In the word I found I, I call it a little, little faith Snapshot okay I'm going to read this here and this is uh, for you guys listening Online it's Exodus 3 11 and 12 see this didn't Just start with us it started way back So I'm going way back right now, when Moses is at the burning bush, y'all remember that, y'all saw the movie, right? Ten Commandments or whatever, yeah, right? Moses, I love that, man. He's sitting right there, and, and he says, I'll jump right in here. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God answers, I will be with you, and this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at the very mountain. Now let's take a look at this. Didn't look at quick read that he even answered him, did he? He did. He did, because I'm going to break it down. Look at this. Moses says this. Who am I, God? Who am I? He's looking at himself. What does God say, right? I'm. You're the guy that I'm going to go with. You're the guy that has God going with him on his behalf today. We're the people that God says, I'm going with you, amen? Look at this. I broke down a couple of things. I thought this is something that just got to sink in our heart. We need to speak this. I'm the one, that's y'all, me, us, those, it that God goes with. I'm the one that God bought out of bondage. Here's a newsflash. When God paid for your sin and my sin, he bought all the problems, all of them. He said, I'll still take you. Isn't that something? And then, and guess what? We ought to have a little sign under new management. You know, you see when somebody gets under new management, I give you scripture for that. Y'all ready? First Corinthians 517. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Right? Under new management. Amen. I'm the one that God washed free from sin. I'm the one God redeemed from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.23. If you don't know, you won't grow. If you don't get that sunk in. We won't walk in it. So we need to praise God and honor God for what he did. We need to realize that we've been bought, washed, and redeemed. Amen. Give a little hand clap on that. That's good stuff, man. Now, guess what? We're going to take one step from there. What do we do now that we've got that we want to live to glorify God? How do we do that? We've got to walk in love, right? Check your heart. Is it filled with the love of God? Do thing, Do the things that matter to God matter to you? That's a good check right there. Do the things that we know that matter to God, that they matter to us? They should. And guess what? He's not going to change his mind. We need to change our attitude and allow the word of God to adjust our steps. Amen? So guess what? We need to walk in love. Here we go. Be free in forgiveness. What do you mean be free in forgiveness? I mean, holding on to hurt just makes it worse, doesn't it? I've never known anybody just holding on to this hurt. And a year goes by, and five years go by, and you see people on TV in different situations, 30 years go by, and it just just cripples them up because they won't bring that forgiveness to the other person, or they won't receive that forgiveness for the self. What about this? The question is, well, what happens if they didn't say they're sorry? Oh, well, I'm not going to give them shackles over my life. I'm not going to give them... The thumb on my life. I'll say, you know what? If that's it, then guess what? You know what? I forgive you. I'm moving on. How can I not forgive? Hear what I say. After all, God has forgiven me. Did I say it's easy? No. And I'm not minimizing anything what anybody's been through. But I know what the word of God says. And I know what God desires of us. We need to be a mirror of Christ. What did he say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. You know, a lot of times we deal with people and they just don't know. A lot of times we deal with people when they do know and they choose poorly. Anybody ever choose poorly in here? Yes. Yeah, you know? But guess, thank, thank the Lord that he says, you know what? He walks in love for us. He walks with free and forgiveness for us. And also, guess what? I'm gonna give us something else to help us out. Be quick to repent. You know, don't let it go and just say, Lord, I'm sorry, I missed a the mark there. Get back up and keep on rolling. Don't be pulling around yesterday's shortcomings that'll just weigh you down. I'll give you a word anchor for that, all right? For a quick to repent. Look at this. 1 John 1, 9. Many of us know it. It's always worth repeating. He says, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all the wickedness. That's what he said. I like that. That's what I need to be doing. I need to be aligning with that. All right. So we need to be obedient to his word. Right. So from that, listen to this. Got another one for you. Right. You guys got some good notes going on here today. James. One twenty-two. You can look it up later. I'll read it to you now. And it says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Buckrow translation. Ready? Apply the truth and walk it out. right. That's it. Apply that truth and walk it out. All right. Let's keep rolling. Trust his word. Guess what? We've got to come to the place where that we settle this, that the Bible is the word of God and it's true. And that's it. That's it. I want to tell you something else when you you look around and and talk to different people. God doesn't need another book to interpret his book. So if you go somewhere and they pull out another book and say, well, this is what we got. We say, well, this is what I got in the door. Click, click. You know, we're going to stand on what God says, right? We look at God's word and go with that, amen? So we can trust in it, but it's got to come to the the realization in our life that this is true. And if we're not measuring up to that, then we need to make the adjustment. And you say, I can't. Okay, God says you can't. Through His strength and His Spirit, Amen. So, so we're not in this thing alone. Well, guess what? If you believe it, guess what you're going to do? You're going to share it. You can't keep it in, can you? Got to tell somebody. Got to tell somebody. And I tell you what, I got to tell somebody. I want to tell y'all first. Today. God is good, and, and you know, and and right here, right now, I'm looking at this, and and we just we just got to settle it. But you know what? To know that God's word is true changes everything. Not a maybe, not a hope so like the world. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Talk to people that have walked with the Lord. Read the word. Spend time in the word. Pray and you watch how God wants to reveal himself in you and through you. God didn't pay a high price so he could. Hey, hey, he's not hiding, man. He's here to reach out and say, hey, come sit at the table with me. All right. Well, look at this. Above all else, above all else, right? What do we want to do? We want to believe the word of God and we want to share it and we want it to fashion our lives in a way that we honor God, amen? So with that being said, I want you to know that we need to let the word guide us in each step. Let's take a look at this. Y'all ready for a little review? Never bad to have a review. Look at this, above all else. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find them. And healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. If you're here today and you say, man, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what? Today's a good day to start fresh, isn't it? You know? If you're here and say, man, I've been going down this path. And it just seems like I'm I'm hitting wall after wall after wall. You know what? Listen to God's word. Seek the Lord. If you've got a prayer request, give us the privilege that we can pray with you and that we stand in the gap with you as God works those things out. So, you know, again, let's just focus on these points right here. We need to pay attention. Listen carefully. Don't lose sight. That's what I want you to hear. Don't lose sight because so many times our sight and our emotions can get blurred by the world by the situation, by the past, all these different things. But God said, I'm bigger than that. And I love you more than that. And I won't leave you there. So above all else, today, receive Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me pray for you. Thank you so much. Father, we thank you for today. And if there's one here today that has never called on the name of the Lord, now they've heard about you, Lord. They've seen you work in somebody else's life, Lord. But never made it personal. I pray today that that, that that person here says, today, Lord, I want you for myself. So if that's you, I just want you to look up here. Nobody's going to come where you're at or anything else. And we're going to pray. And this is your prayer. If that's your prayer today, say, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin today, Lord. I need you. It's just that simple. God did the hard part. And he loves you that much. So when you, the Bible says, when you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Isn't that a glorious sight? To know that our spiritual DNA that we read is all about what Jesus did. And so today I pray that you receive that. If you're here today and you say, man, I've been missing the mark. It's been a tough traveling road here, buddy. There's been a lot of things going on. Remember that you've been bought, washed, and redeemed. You know, I got a lot of decisions to make coming up. Uh, well, you know what? God said, I'm going to give you some wisdom. Hey, I'm, I'm starting this new thing. I, I, need some, I need some help, Lord. He's not hiding from me. Hey, I'm starting this new part of my relationship. You know, Lord, I want you to bless that. You know what? Honor God and watch him honor you. Because he just wants you to look a little higher and look to what he's done for you and receive that. So if you're here today and that's your prayer, you know what? I'm praying for you. That's what family is about. That's what the church is about. It's about they're not meeting in a, in a place. Let me tell you, this is, a, this is a blessing to have this place. But the church is everybody I'm talking to right here. And not just here, all over, that have claimed the name of Jesus Christ. And it's good to know you family, amen. It's good to know that you're accepted, it, amen. It's good to know that you belong. And I pray that you feel that here today. Not just because of what we say or do, we want to be doers of the word, but because God's called you here, God's got a place for you here, and God wants you to grow here because he loves you, amen? Give the Lord a hand clap in Jesus' name.